so I decided to create this little show, I guess, this little program, as a way of trying to uplift people's spirits. Uh, not entirely sure what I'm going to call it yet. I have the idea of Band-Aid, Band-Aids, something. Still a work in progress. We'll find out when I publish it here in a little bit. So, the idea... It kind of came to me the other day because of a couple of odd things that happened this week. And I'm sure my wife kind of thinks I'm crazy when I, I told her that this first episode is inspired by a hearse. And earlier this week, I had seen a, uh, a meme on Facebook of a taxi cab driver that his passenger tapped him on the shoulder, causing him to go completely wildly out of control, crashing the car. They survived, got out, checked each other, and she started apologizing to him, saying she was so sorry she didn't realize that tapping him on the shoulder would cause such a problem. And he immediately started apologizing to her, saying that this was his first day as a taxi cab driver. And uh, prior to this, he had been driving a hearse. So a little strange, set in perspective. But it had reminded me of a story that my father had told me. And my father, he was a country and western musician, worked with the Grand Ole Opry for many years, traveled all over the world, saw all kinds of things, and he had a million stories. And my wife, shortly after he had passed, long before we had gotten married, had suggested to me to sit down and write his stories down. Uh, I as a kid, was more of a writer. My dad was the singer, he was the entertainer. I didn't necessarily want to follow in his footsteps. I didn't want the comparison. I had already been told as a child by my elementary teacher that I had a terrible voice and also had an art teacher said the same thing. But I've been told since that I make pretty art pieces and that I can at least sing a few songs well, anyway. In the last few years, I've kind of found my niche in radio, recording, different things like that, and found that I really have a passion for talking to audiences. And the other day, I was on my way to work, and as I'm headed down the highway, I'm stuck at a traffic light, and ahead of me is this hearse. And it's a strange hearse. It's got clear windows. And I don't know the last time I saw a hearse with clear windows. But you can see straight through it. And there in the driver's seat is this little old man with a chauffeur's cap. And sitting next to him is his cohort, all dressed in black and proper attire. And I start looking around me. And I see that there's, you know, black truck here, a black car there, black SUV here. And realize I'm surrounded with black vehicles. It, it was... The strangest thing, I mean, it was a nice fall day, but it was very creepy, and it my vehicle is silver, so it kind of made me chuckle that maybe I'm the silver lining in this whole little darkness thing, but it took me back to that meme about the hearse and the story that it had prompted in my head, and the whole silver lining amongst the darkness thing made me think maybe my wife was right, and I do need to get some of these stories down. And as a audio recorder, what better way than to put them out there as a little short podcast. Maybe it'll just, I don't know if it'll be daily, weekly, just whenever I feel like it. It's nothing too professional, nothing new, too great. Just telling funny stories, whether it's about my dad or his band or me or the dogs. 
just something to try and uplift people's day because I know lately I've been having a lot more bad days than good days so if I can make you chuckle just for a second in your heart it's worth a shot so my dad had this piano player named Carl there'll probably be a lot of stories about Carl he was an interesting guy had a lot of things happen to him from time to time and at one point, Carl purchased one of those old-timey ambulances, the you know time the kind you see like in Ghostbusters and things like that. And occasionally, he would take odd jobs rather than you know just working at the club and whatever their day job was. Now, one time, he took a job for the county penitentiary, and the job was to transport this convict from county across the county to the hospital for emergency surgeries an appendectomy or something i don't remember but they had promised carl that this guy was completely knocked out he was sedated not going to move for hours and they loaded this guy up and he barely fit in the ambulance he was a big big guy it was you know well over six foot and well over 300 pounds he's in there for murder multiple counts but they promised him time and time again that he was, you know, safe and secure. He had been hit with, you know, the best things they had, and he was going to be strapped down with everything they had, so he didn't have to worry. It would, he would be perfectly safe. And so Carl's like, "All right, if you guys say so." So they hop in, and starts heading across the county to the hospital, and it's taking a little bit longer than expected. You know, traffic's a little thick, and he's hitting more stoplights and stop signs and things than he expected and pretty soon he starts to realize that there's a noise coming from the back of of his ambulance and he's trying to figure it out was it something in the road was you have a tire that's that's going out or what's going on and so he kind of slows down for a little bit and kind of pulls off to the side for a minute trying to figure out what this noise in it and it keeps going on so he's well it can't be the road what's going going on around here and so about that time he looks up in his rearview mirror and sees these big eyes staring at him and realize this guy is wide awake and they had lied and he was not where he wanted to be with this murderer wide awake so he steps on the gas and makes it across the county over to the hospital and the guy was still well drugged up so carl would have been perfectly safe but he's not taking any chances as soon as he pulled into that hospital he leapt out of the ambulance and started yelling for him he's in there he's in there orderlies came out and had to give him a anti-nerve pill just to get him calmed down the patient was perfectly fine except for the ambulance ride over there but other things happened with Carl's ambulance. One that came to mind is uh, he was been working the club late one night, been out drinking afterwards, and was on his way home. And he lived right along the edge of uh, railroad tracks. And he came up to where the railroad tracks were, and there was a train that had come across and parked for the night. And so Carl, being just sober enough to barely operate, but didn't get caught on his way home, he went ahead parked it and passed on out well a little while later he couldn't remember exactly how long there was a banging on his window and he kind of came to enough to realize there was a flashlight staring down at him so he rolled down the window and this guy's yelling at him yelling at him finally 
wakes up enough to understand the, it's the train engineer and he's asking him you need to get over there and he wakes up and he's like well yeah I, I, I do need to get through here what, what why and the engineer didn't say anything else just started running and all of a sudden the lights came on on the train and everybody came out of nowhere and started moving big metal things and getting wrenches out and the engines roared to life and about five minutes later that train uncoupled and they had broke that train in two the engineer yelled for him go on through go on through go 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 so Carl he went and started it up put it in gear drove across the tracks pulled into the driveway walked in went to bed the engineer was just dumbfounded he thought he was on his way to an emergency trying to save somebody's life so he spent couple hundred dollars of manpower back in the 1970s to break that train into just so he could go to bed oh but things like that happened to Carl things like that happened to my dad and his band all the time my dad had stories for just about any occasion and thankfully I've learned from him how to save some of those stories and maybe it'll help brighten someone's day out there anyway until next time I'm Chris Ketchum have a wonderful day